Hey guys, it's Simi and this is Brustling Unlimited as we are here on the 3rd of December 2021 to talk about everything that went down tonight on Friday Night Smackdown. Well, that's tonight's Friday Night Smackdown was, I guess you could say, good for the fact of it built to stuff. It built to stuff for next week and the next pay-per-view and so forth. Actually, the word I'm looking for it was somewhat effective. That's the word I'm looking for. Somewhat effective in the words of, like I said, building towards things. So that was really good. I mean, we got a number of things announced for next week's show. I mean, three things were announced for next week's show. Jeff Hardy versus Corbin. Sonya versus Naomi. And then I'm trying to do this off the top of my head. I don't know looking at the notes. And the debut, the debut of Zaylee. So all that will be happening next week. Plus they announced a cage match for Raw. Big E, Kevin Owens in a dang cage. What the heck? Good evening to you too, Mr. Bangs. I think you meant evening there. I also want to say thank you to Max Puma. For the 100-bit donation in the live chat. I really do appreciate that. But with that, I thought, like I said, SmackDown was effective tonight. Because we learned things for the future. Yeah, we had a squash match in the main event. And it was what we expected. But we'll talk about all that here in a second. But first, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And Twitter.com forward slash PW Unlimited. Remember, if you are watching here on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can help us out by hitting that donate button down below or donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also, remember, you could subscribe to the channel one of two different ways. You could subscribe either with a tiered subscription, just like Broken King Slender recently did, or if you don't got the money for that, but you're already paying for Amazon Prime, whether that's for the Amazon Prime Video or Amazon Prime Shipping. Well, if you're paying for that, you take that account. You link it to your Twitch account. You go like this, you go ching, and now you have a Prime gaming account that gives you a lot, a lot of cool different things. Prime Gaming gives you all sorts of free stuff. Like right now, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered that just came out a year ago, free. Football Manager 21, free. Frostpunk, free. You also get in-app stuff for like Grand Theft Auto Online, Dauntless, League of Legends, Valorant, New World, Genshin Impact, Fall Guys, and so much more. Plus, plus, it always gives you one free subscription to any Twitch channel you want to subscribe to. And I'd greatly appreciate it if you subscribe to us right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. But... You still don't have Amazon Prime? You gotta know somebody that does. Whether it's your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, your auntie, your uncle, your grandma, your grandpa, your dog walker, your milkman, your mailman, your landlord, the, I don't know, principal at your kid's school. Say, hey, do you have Amazon Prime? You do? You, 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 you do? Well, it ain't gonna cost you anything extra, but let me use it. Let me link it to my Twitch account, and then I can support Wrestling Unlimited. They say, what's that? Just say, don't worry about it. I'm going to support them, and I want to help them. So, 
greatly appreciate that because the more support we get, whether that's here on Twitch, YouTube, Patreon, and so forth, the more we can keep going and doing even more stuff than we already do. But on the flip side, speaking of YouTube, if you're watching over on YouTube, you can help us out over there in the live chat with a super chat or a super sticker donation. Also, remember, you can hit that button down below that says join become a channel member. As a channel member, you get early access to news, early access to podcast episodes, early access to non-news videos, and every Monday and Friday, the exclusive Wrestling Wrap-Up Post Show. Yes, every Monday and Friday, we go live at roughly 11 a.m. Eastern Time. No, 11 a.m. Pacific. And then starting next Monday, following our 45-minute to an hour show, we'll go another 15, 20, 30 minutes with the Wrestling Wrap-Up Post Show. That post show will be exclusive for only, only YouTube mem- channel members and Patreon subscribers at patreon.com forward slash PWUnlimited at the $5 tier. And who knows what we'll talk about. Heck, maybe I'll take your guys' random topics for the post show as well. But with that, we got a lot of SmackDown to talk about. So let's talk about the show that they called not Black Friday, but Brock Friday. And we got like... Three commercials that said it's Brock Friday and all this stuff is on sale. But we had a really good opener with Lesnar and Sami Zayn. Michael noted that Lesnar's suspension is up because he paid his $1 million fine. That is why Brock Lesnar was able to come back. As soon as he came down to the ring, fans broke out in a suplex city chant and Brock goes, So... You guys heard that my suspension was lifted, did ya? And then went on to explain how he got out of it, which Michael Cole already told us, but maybe he didn't know that. He probably didn't know that Michael Cole told us, but it's all good. Suddenly, we hear, whoa, whoa, out comes Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn would interrupt, and boy, was this both good and bad for Sami Zayn. Zayn claimed they have a lot in common and mentioned that they're both Alpha Canadians or something like that. He said something about Canadians and being alphas and whatnot. And he praised Lesnar's hairstyle. He's like, I love the top knot. I'm like, oh, okay. Lesnar then admitted, who are you? I don't know who you are. Are you, are, you, are you a fan coming out here to greet me? Lesnar then says, you know, you got one thing right. We're, you know, we're both from Canada, but I'm not Canadian. I live in Saskatchewan. I hunt in Saskatchewan. I eat in Saskatchewan. And then he threatened Sami Zayn like he was going to hunt and eat him. Which technically he did later. Zayn then explained that he's the number one contender to Roman Reigns in the Universal Championship. Brock laughed and said, what? I get suspended and they're just going around here giving other people title shots? Zayn then says that he promised to give Lesnar a, a title shot once he beats Roman Reigns at day one. Lesnar then goes, huh, why do you want to wait till day one? Why not challenge Roman tonight in San Antonio? And Sammy kind of looks at him like, uh, well, I'm not quite ready. And Brock's like, come on, you got this. And Zane kind of backs down a little and goes, you know what? Mm, thank you for the advice. And he puts his hand on, on Brock and he looks at his hand and goes, yep, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should not. Have touched you. Lesnar then grabbed his hand and twisted it around. He's like, ow, ow, please let me go. Please let me go. Okay, I'll challenge Roman tonight. 
Lesnar goes, that's all I asked. That's all I asked for. Lesnar then said, and I'll be by your side. Because I'd take on the winner at day one. Zane, hearing that Brock was going to be at ringside, kind of got a little confidence. And a little pep in his step as he left the ring. In the back, we see um, Sonya Deville. And Sami Zayn's talking to her, and she's like, yes, Adam's not here. We'll figure out what's going to happen. He's like, oh, Adam, Adam, Deville, Adam Pierce ain't here? Well, we can't have the match then. We, we can't make it official. She goes, no, I'm also a WWE official. I can make this match. You know what? It's going to happen tonight. Brock comes up. And Brock's like, all right, you got your match. I, I get the winner at day one, right? And Sonya looks at Brock and goes, oh, yeah, you take on the winner, universal title shot, day one. So next up, we had Shayna Baszler versus Sasha Banks in an almost nine-minute match. And cool. Well, there's a video package that plays before this, hyping up Shayna, telling us how much of a badass Shayna Baszler is. It shows her doing the elbow wrist arm stomp thing to both Naya and Eva Marie on the steps. And Pat McAfee calls that the future endeavors kick. He says, when Shayna Baszler... Uh, Takes you out with the steel steps. That's the future endeavors kick. Or something along those lines. Call it the future endeavors kick. And I'm like, oof. Jesus. Freaking Christ. This man just says whatever he wants. This man just says whatever he wants. As far as the match does go, these two worked really well together. Like, really well together. Banks had the early advantage. She tried running up the ropes. And Baszler caught her in the Carafood clutch. This is a great looking spot. Banks, though, broke free and sent Baszler to the floor. She went for a sliding drop kick, and Baszler cut her off again. Banks fought back and hit a meteor off the apron. Back from the break, Baszler rocked Banks with the vicious knee in the corner. She followed this up with a gut wrench and got a near fall off of it. Baszler then taunted Banks. Banks fired up and ran the ropes into an arm drag. She then hit a double knees in the corner and got a close near fall off of it. Banks followed this up with Tornado DDT for yet another close near fall. Fans broke out in a loud Let's Go Sasha chant. Baszler missed a knee in the corner, and Banks rolled up Baszler. But she got it in the Carafluta clutch off the roll-up. Banks then rolled through and locked on the bank statement. Baszler broke free and rocked Banks with yet another vicious knee. Baszler went for a gut wrench, and when she hit that last knee there, Sasha was just dead. Sasha was all kinds of bent backwards, laying on the mat dead. So Shayna picks her up and goes for the gut wrench. But Banks rolled through it. Rolls up her. Baszler, that is. Rolls her up and pins her. Sasha Banks rolls up Shayna Baszler and defeats her here tonight. So in the back, Sonya Deville's talking to Adam Pierce on FaceTime. They're, they're face, video chatting or whatever. And Pierce was worried about the main event. And noted that, you know, I didn't lift Brock's suspension. Pierce says, you know what? With Brock being there and everything that went down, it, it may not be a good idea for me to show up tonight. Maybe I just won't come to the building. And so he's like, no, 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 no. You need to be here. I need, I need you here. He's like, no, you've got this. You can take care of it. I, I don't think it's a good thing for me to be there. I'm going to go remember the Alamo. She's like, remember the Alamo? He's like, I'm going to, you got this. And she's like, um, okay. And then in comes Drew McIntyre and says, whose fault was it that I wasn't in the Battle Royal last week? DeVille noted that that was Adam Pierce's decision. 
He told Devere, Deville, tell Pierce, looking for him. But correct me if I'm wrong, she never even told Drew he's not here. She just said, tell him I'm looking for him. But then there was no follow-up. There's nothing as far as. She's saying, well, he's not here tonight. I don't know. Next up, we had Happy Talk. And this was an okay segment, I guess. It was whatever. Eh. Happy Corbin and Matt Cat Moss hosted yet another edition of Happy Talk. Corbin and Moss discussed the Battle Royal last week. They talked about eliminating a bunch of wrestlers. Corbin mentioned that he pranked Moss when he eliminated him. Moss was serious at first, but then started laughing. Corbin said that Jeff Hardy fried so many brain cells that he didn't even realize that Sami Zayn was still in that match and then got himself eliminated. Corbin and Moss told some more bad jokes about Hardy and even Drew McIntyre. They made fun of McIntyre for not even being in the Battle Royal. And this led to McIntyre coming out with Angela, and he pointed it right at Moss. No, Corbin. Moss then jumped out of the ring to confront McIntyre. Hardy jumped into the ring and hit a twist of fate on Corbin. Moss then ran into the ring, but Hardy hit a twist of fate on him as well. McIntyre then ran in and hit a Claymore on the heels. McIntyre and Hardy then posed with no shirts on and the little boulder caps, or whatever you want to call them. So, yeah, we had Drew McIntyre and Jeff Hardy posing in the ring. Jeff Hardy literally's like, I'm going to floss. And then I like, couldn't get it. He's like, never mind. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Going forward, Michael Cole told us next week, SmackDown is coming to us from the Staples Center in Los Angeles. And I go, okay, yeah, we knew that. But then he said, and with that, it will be the debut of Zia Lee. And I'm like, oh, finally, finally. But here's the interesting tidbit. WWE is going to run in L.A. next week. They're going to be in the Staples Center. This will be the last, at least for 20 years, at least for the next, I want to say it's 20 years. Hold on. Um, I want to say 20 years. Yes, 20-year agreement. So, this is going to be the last time that WWE runs in the aforementioned Staples Center because on December 25th, the arena is getting a name change to the Crypto.com Arena. And in doing so, they will be the Crypto.com Arena for the next 20 years. And so this will be the last time WWE runs in the building as the Staples Center, which, man, it's been 21, 22 years since... They started naming, calling it the Staples Center. It was in 1999 when they got the, the rights for the Staples Center. And as a Lakers fan, as a kid that grew up in Central California, you know, it's just been a thing. California got the Staples Center. It's our West Coast Madison Square Garden. Now, the building's still going to be there. It's still going to be a big, important building, but it's going to be weird calling it the Crypto.com Arena and not the Staples Center anymore. It's like if MSG changed their name and it was now, I don't know, the Modelo, the Modelo Arena instead of Madison Square Garden, the Modelo Gardens or something. I don't know. So it's just, it's going to be a weird transition. This is the last time WWE will run in this building as the Staples Center. Next time they come back, whenever that is, it'll be as the Crypto.com Arena. Next up, we had a one-and-a-half-minute match. It was the Viking Raiders against Los Lotharios. 
And I can't tell you if this is good or bad because it didn't last long enough to be either. It was just there. Viking Raiders had the early advantage. Eric slammed down Angel. Eric then slammed Ivar on Angel for a near fall. The heels regained control, and Humberto moved Angel out of Ivar's senton. Humberto then rocked Ivar with a suicide dive. The heels went for their finish, but Nakamura and Rick Boogs would show up. Time kind of felt like it stood still here as the Los Lotharios and Eric had to wait for Nakamura and Boogs to set up whatever they were doing on the announce table. They're dancing, playing, and whittling. Anyways, Boogs played his guitar to distract the heels. Eric rocked Angel with a clothesline, but Humberto rolled up Eric and picked up the victory. So it failed for Nakamura and Boogs to try and screw Los Lotharios. After the match, the Viking Raiders were mad at Nakamura and Boogs. Boogs then played the Raiders' entrance, and then they were all friends again. Yeah. Cool. Going forward, they recap Charlotte Flair, hitting Tony Storm with two pies last week. Kayla Braxton then interviewed Tony Storm backstage. Storm noted that she's the girl that got hit in the face with two pies. And I go, no, duh. She then promised that she would defeat Charlotte Flair with a SmackDown Women's title and issued a challenge. And I go, haven't you already done this? You already said you wanted a title shot like the last three weeks. So you're issuing a challenge for a challenge you've already issued? Okay, whatever. Next up, we had a two-minute match. It was Xavier Woods or King Woods against Jey Uso. Match itself was okay. Before the match, the Usos addressed Sami Zayn, taking on Roman Reigns tonight. They mocked Zayn for being scared of Lesnar. The Usos then noted that Reigns is going to smash Zayn and Lesnar. Fans broke out in a Uso chant twice. Twice during their little, little promo here, which I was like, oh, okay. Woods would then come out. Still don't have his crown. He said he hasn't gotten his new crown yet. He said, my old crown? Chopped pieces. I'm getting a new crown, but it ain't here yet. But what is? Is the hand of the king. Sir, Kofi Kingston is back. Now will come Kofi to aid his king, Xavier Woods. So with that, we had, like I said, Xavier Woods versus Jay Uso. Jay hit a back suplex into a neckbreaker early to gain the advantage. He missed a splash into the corner, and Woods fought back. Woods rocked Uso with a rolling clothesline and hit a big forearm. Woods climbed to the top rope, but Jimmy would interfere and cause a disqualification. After the match, the Usos in the New Day got into a wild brawl, and then that was it. They then showed Roman. Showed Heyman. They were in the locker room together. Roman noted, Did you know? Did you know that Brock was going to be here tonight? He goes, My tribal chief? No, I did not. I learned last week when you did. He's like, Did you know? Brock's going to get a shot. Title shot at day one. He's like, No, I did not, my tribal chief. Um, Roman then notes, Kofi's back. He notes that Adam Pierce isn't here. And he realized that there are a lot of things that he doesn't know. Reigns, Reigns then promised that he was going to smash Sami Zayn and then Lesnar if he gets in his way. We cut to the back. See the New Day with Aaliyah. Caleb Braxton approaches. And Woods goes, hey, we got, we got some breaking news. We got an announcement to make. I'll let the hand. Kofi Kingston, Sir Kofi, make this announcement as Kofi does announce that at day one, the New Day will be challenging 
the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. So it will be the New Day versus the Usos come day one. <clears throat> so next up, we got a Charlotte Flair segment. And speaking of Charlotte Flair, so news recently was that Andrade unfollowed Charlotte on all social media. Charlotte unfollowed Andrade on Instagram and whatnot. And everyone's like, what's going on with them? Well, according to Cassidy Haynes of Bodyslam.net, he does report that Charlotte and Andrade no longer an item. The two have split up. So there we go. It is official-ish. They haven't, neither of them have gone out and put out a statement. But I can read what Cassidy Haynes did report as I pull it up right here. According to Cassidy Haynes of Bodyslam.net, he does state, After speaking with multiple sources, I can confirm that the two are no longer together. Sources indicated that, they that the breakup did not appear to be mutual and that it was Charlotte who ended the relationship. It was, I was not given it. He states that he was not given any details as to why the relationship came to an end, only that the two are officially done as of a couple weeks ago. So with that, it was Charlotte that actually called off not just the relationship, but the engagement. Because remember, remember, back on New Year's, last, this past New Year's, this past 2021, 2020 going into 2021, Andrade posed, she said yes. There we go. No, actually, I think they were engaged January 1st, 2020. Maybe it was. I can't remember now. I think it was 2020. Not 2021, 2020. Going forward, Charlotte Flair came out to address Tony Storm and her challenge. Uh, Flair mocked Storm and noted that she's number one, and number one doesn't talk about number two. Flair noted that Storm was the talk of the town last week all because of her and the pies that she took to the face. Flair pointed out the storm can wash off the pie, but not the stink of embarrassment. Flair said that she's all about uplifting the women on this roster. Flair said, oh, I've considered Tony Storm's challenge, but I'm going to have to turn it down. Flair then stood in the ring for a moment and said, I'm not getting out of this ring if I have to walk the ropes myself. Someone pushed the ropes down. Pat McAfee then yelled on commentary, somebody get the ropes for the queen. So yeah. Charlie says, no, I will not give you a title shot. So she walks up the ramp, turns around, faces the crowd like, you know, Charlotte, little Charlotte pose. And all of a sudden behind her, oh, riled up Tony Storm with a pie in hand. Charlotte turns around, blah, pie to the face. Charlotte Flair. Tony Storm laughs and then runs away. Got a little hype video for Ricochet. Cool. Hyping up Ricochet. Come out of the video. Michael Cole says something nice about Ricochet and then goes, and now we got Sheamus, who unlike Ricochet, you will never see do flips. I'm like, no, duh. It would be a odd day when Sheamus is doing a dive over the top rope like a Damn flip dive or something. Like, we see big guys do flip dives, like McIntyre and The Undertaker. Well, no, Undertaker didn't do a flip dive. Undertaker just did the regular suicide dive deal. But Drew's done a flip dive. Regardless, we had a three-and-a-half-minute match. Sheamus versus Cesaro. It was hard-hitting why it lasted, is all I can really say. It was short. Michael Cole noted, 
that Seamus told Rich Holland, stay in the back and see what I can do by myself. Seamus and Cesaro were hitting each other hard with some uppercuts early. And I think it was Pat McAfee that goes, oh, two Europeans with some European uppercuts to start this off. Seamus then took over and slowed down the pace with a chin lock. Cesaro broke free and hit a series of forearms. He sent Sheamus over the top rope with the clothesline and followed up with the vicious running uppercut against the barricade. Sheamus then rocked Cesaro with a knee as he re-entered the ring. Sheamus regained control and beat down Cesaro. He mocked Cesaro and praised Holland. Cesaro then yelled at Sheamus like his brother and then rocked him with the clothesline. Sheamus recovered, broke kicked Cesaro, and picked up the victory. So there we go, Sheamus does defeat Cesaro. Going forward, they kept they kept plugging. They did this multiple times. Who's Brock Lesnar going to challenge? Is it Roman Reigns, the current champion? Or is there going to be a miracle and Sami Zayn becomes the champion? I don't know. So it is. East Co- or Pacific Time, 6.29, 6.30. 30 minutes left in the show. And I sent it out to me going, 30 minutes? That's a lot of time for this match to, you know, have the entrances starting now. I assumed that this match would start with like five minutes to go. And boy, was that what happened. Because Sammy came out, and then they just stretched. Sammy comes out. Commercial. Go to the back. Naomi approaches Sonya Deville, who's on the phone. Naomi says she couldn't enjoy her win last week because Deville... Trying to kill her glow. Naomi then once again challenged Sonya Deville to another match. Deville eventually accepted Naomi's challenge and then slapped her across the face. She also told her, I'm your boss. Don't forget about that. Naomi got in Deville's face and then did nothing. We then got a recap of Raw from this past week. And then we got some announcements. Well, one announcement and one thing we already knew about. So, we already know that the Raw Women's Championship will be on the line this Monday. But we've also learned... And in a non-title cage match, Big E will go one-on-one with Kevin Owens. Yep, cage match. That's right, cage match. So then there's like 15 minutes left in the show. Sami Zayn took the mic and noted that he might be the, this might be the biggest night of his career. He promised to win the title, but he won't thank the fans because he doesn't want his title win to be in Texas of all places. So the only person I need to think, though, is Brock Lesnar. He said, Brock convinced me to do this. Take this shot tonight. Hopefully it all pays off. And then out would come Brock. Zane promised to Lesnar that he'd be, you know, a better opponent at day one for him. He's like, I'm not trying to say that you're going to help me win tonight. And I'm not trying to diminish my skills but when you look at it, I'd be an easier opponent for you than Roman Reigns. Your track record against Roman hasn't been good lately. Brock gets pissed off at that line and takes takes Sammy to Suplex City. He hits Sammy with multiple Germans, hits him with an F5. Fans break out in a one-more-time chant. The Lesnar agrees and gives Sammy yet another F5. Lesnar then picked up Zane and placed him in the corner. Colin McAfee pushed that Lesnar didn't want Zane to win and wants to face Roman. Excuse me. Eventually, 
Sammy just fell back down. Sold it. Like, I can't stand up. This man's going to throw me in the corner, but I can't stand up on my own volition. Well, then, five, six minutes left in the show. Roman finally comes out. Roman makes his way out. And I don't know if Brock left ringside or whatever, but they're walking down to the ring, and the Usos keep going like this. Like, what do you think? What? what, Huh? But I think maybe, because I tweeted out, hey, why do the Usos keep looking back like someone's going to come after him or attack or something? And someone tweets, maybe they're, they're looking for Brock. And I go, oh, did Brock leave ringside and I just didn't catch that? Maybe that's what it was. Brock may have left ringside and I just didn't catch it. But regardless, Cole claimed that Reigns is embarrassed that Lesnar beat up Zayn for him. He added that Lesnar wants to beat Reigns for the title. Usos then picked up Sammy and placed him back in the corner. The bell rings, ding, ding, ding. Reigns gets a spear and locks on the guillotine. Sammy starts tapping in about 11 seconds. Referee finally calls for the bell at about 17, 18 seconds. Reigns and the Usos then celebrate as SmackDown goes off the air and they officially announce Roman Reigns will be defending the WWE Universal Championship against Brock Lesnar at day one. But with that, that was Friday Night SmackDown, ladies and gentlemen. That was Friday Night SmackDown. Also, since Saturday says, Miss TV with Edge. I didn't see that. They didn't say that on SmackDown tonight unless I missed it. But let's go to WWE's website or their Twitter. Um, let's see if WWE has announced it on their Twitter. Yep. Bu- 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 bu. No, nothing from WWE on their Twitter. Let's check if we got Miss TV announced on their website. I didn't see that anywhere. Yes. Okay. So it is right here on WWE.com. Miz returns. Miss TV returns to Raw with special guest Edge. All right, cool. Thanks for letting me know that since Saturday. All right, so that was SmackDown. You know what I thought? Now it's time to find out what you thought. Remember, you can put your thoughts in the in the chat with a super chat. All super chats do get read live on the air. It's the best way to make sure your question, comment, concern does get read. First, go check the polls before you guys text into 510-906-1341. With that, let's check these polls really fast. It was split. 50% of you with Twitch poll liked SmackDown, and 50% thought it was just all right. As far as the Twitter poll, ooh, 36% did not like the show. 33% liked the show, and 30% thought it was just all right. And as far as the YouTube poll does go, 67% of you like SmackDown. 19% thought it was just all right. And 14% did not like tonight's SmackDown. Uh, Prince Pisces says, I feel Sammy might get inserted into the day one match to take the pin. No, I don't see that happening at all. Also, I see uh, another comment here. Magma Lord says, Sammy's contract ends in a few months. How does he keep getting championship opportunities? Well, it's just like Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is getting a title shot on January 1st. 30 days later, his contract is up. So it's the same question there. Like, 
far as text messages do go, though. Uh, this person says, do you see Tony Storm challenging Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's title at day one or Rumble? Why, why would you wait till Rumble? Day one. Rumble's not for like two months. Day one's in four weeks. Uh, this person says, Vince wanting women in their 20s. Do you see Shayna, who's 41, winning any more championships? I mean, maybe. Because he's got to get them 20-year-olds you know, trained in NXT first. So, I don't know. I mean, maybe. Never say never. Bruce says, do you think if WWE pushed Zaya Lee very well when she debut next week? Wait, what? Okay. I'm going to say it like I say it all the time. If you can't write proper sentences, my dyslexic brain ain't going to be able to process it right. So, I'm just going to skip your, your text message. Another one asking if there's going to be a title match between Tony Storm and Charlotte at day one. I would assume that's the route they're going. Versus says, Sami Zayn should haluva kick Brock. Yeah, okay. Brock's going to no-sell the shit out of that haluva kick. Grab the leg and the arm and give him one of them freaking exploder suplexes. But with that, guys, that's going to do it. Or SmackDown talk here tonight. I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And Twitter.com forward slash PW Unlimited. We'll be live again this coming Friday. No, it is Friday. We're going to be live this coming Sunday for NXT War Games. Not TakeOver, just NXT War Games. I will be reviewing that show. May have a special guest with me as well. But with that, guys, have a great night. I will see you back here Sunday for War Games. Have a good one.